This is David Wheaton. The following is a TCW short take, a bite-sized highlight from the Christian Worldview radio program. You can hear the full program at thechristianworldview.org. On this third category, this third pillar and the financial pillar, tell us why these banks are all of a sudden failing and what this whole financial situation in the world portends going forward. Yeah, I mean, the proximate cause of the recent bank failures is that they're sitting on uh, large numbers of U.S. Treasury bonds with long-term maturity. And, of course, they're sitting on massive unrealized losses because as the Federal Reserve has been hiking interest rates, that, of course, decimates the price of a bond, at least at, at the time that it's happening. And so these banks were sitting on hundreds of billions of dollars worth of unrealized losses. And as depositors started to withdraw their money, they were having to actually sell those bonds and then those losses then became realized. And so there wasn't enough money to pay back. But the much more systemic reason behind all of this is that we operate now in a monetary system that is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, a giant criminal operation. It is a scam. It is designed to loot the poor to enrich the rich. Uh, And the Bible has a lot to say about this. You know, Leviticus and Deuteronomy both talk about uh, honest and accurate weights and measures. Right. You're not supposed to be deceiving people through funny monetary gimmicks. And when you when you get through the, the fancy terminology that the Federal Reserve and the Ph.D. economists use to, to deceive you and to confuse you, uh, what's happening here is actually very simple. Uh, the monetary system is based on fraud. Uh, the Federal Reserve, which is a privately owned cartel of banks that got itself a monopoly on our currency and credit through an act of Congress, uh, actually creates currency out of thin air. They then loan this currency into the market, uh, typically through the government. Typically, they buy U.S. government bonds, although they also lend some to the commercial banking sector through the discount window. And they loan this money out into the economy at interest. And yet they never created the interest. So take just a very simple example. Let's say the, the Federal Reserve creates one dollar. They loan that dollar into the economy by purchasing a U.S. Treasury bond. So the Federal Reserve is now sitting on a a Treasury bond worth a dollar. Of course, there has to be an interest rate attached to that. So let's just say the interest rate is 5%. So at some point, that bond needs to be repaid with a dollar and, of course, five cents of interest. So that dollar starts working its way through the economy. The government start spending it. They spend it on troops. They spend it on uh, studying, uh, you know, the effect of cocaine on shrimp. They spend it on killing babies, uh, you know, whatever they, whatever, Ukraine, uh, you know, whatever it is they choose to spend it on. Uh, That money starts circulating. It gets into the commercial banking sector. Again, the commercial banks now start creating money. They take that that dollar as a deposit and they multiply that through what's called the fractional reserve banking system. But again, they're creating the principal, but not the interest. And so at the Federal Reserve level and at the commercial banking level, you have currency being created out of nothing, being lent into the economy at interest with the interest never having been created. So what happens when that money has to be paid back? Well, the principal can be paid back but the interest cannot be. And so you end up in a system where there's actually not enough money in the world to pay back all the debts that are owed. And so that's where we are now. We actually saw this uh, in the Great Depression. Uh, We had the Roaring Twenties where the Federal Reserve, and and back then the dollar was still nominally attached to gold. Uh, And so the Federal Reserve artificially manipulated interest rates. They kept interest rates far lower than the market would have had them. And we experienced what was called the Roaring Twenties. Credit was cheap. Credit was widely available. And so businesses were expanding, malinvestment, was happening on a massive scale. Uh, In other words, investment in sectors, industries, businesses, ideas that never would have gotten funding in in a free market scenario. 
the sense of prosperity. That's what economists, including Keynesian economists, refer to as the boom part of the boom cycle. What happened then is the Federal Reserve started raising interest rates. They started sucking money out of the economy. And then asset prices collapsed, right? All that funny money that had been injected into the system that resulted in in price bubbles, asset bubbles, in housing, in uh, stocks, in various other sectors. Uh, suddenly, all those prices are collapsing. People don't have enough money to pay anything back. Uh, you owe more on your mortgage than your house is worth. And so everything gets sucked into a black hole. And then the mega banks come in and start purchasing up everything for pennies on the dollar. Uh, we're in a very similar situation right now, where the Federal Reserve started sucking money back out of the economy with this increase in interest rates. And uh, now they really have two choices, right? Choice one would be to continue, quote unquote, fighting inflation, which inflation is really just thievery, right? This is just, they, they're creating new money and stealing value from you. Uh, and so they can continue pretending to fight inflation, sucking money out of the economy and causing more of what we just saw with the Silicon Valley Bank and the other banks that have been collapsing. Or they can abandon their fake fight against inflation and they can start the printing presses again. They can start flooding the world with low interest, uh, cheap credit and currency. And what will happen then is, of course, what happens everywhere where we see this process. Uh, the same thing that happened in Zimbabwe, where uh, hundreds of trillions of dollars would not buy you a loaf of bread. Same thing that we just saw happen in Venezuela. Same thing that happened in the Weimar Republic that led to Adolf Hitler. Same thing that happened uh, in Hungary. Right? Same thing that we've seen over and over and over again around the world. So this is a, a catastrophic process that's happening, but it is engineered. Now, if we assume for a moment that the Federal Reserve central bankers and really central planners are centrally planning the most important price in the economy, which is the interest rate, we all know central planning doesn't work, but somehow we let them centrally plan the most important price in the economy, the price of money. But let's just assume for a moment that they're well-meaning. Even if they were well-meaning, there's nothing they can do here that would end in a good outcome, right? If they continue fighting inflation, the economy will get sucked into a black hole, asset prices will collapse, the stock market bubble, real estate bubble, all of these things will collapse, massive layoffs in the future, and it will just get worse the more they quote unquote fight inflation. If they ignore the fight against inflation and continue printing, we'll have um, you know the destruction of our currency. So even if they were well-meaning, there's really no sensible outcome here. They're not well-meaning. And so when you realize that, when you realize that the Bank for International Settlements, which is the central bank of the central banks, has for years now been moving us in the direction of abolishing cash towards central bank digital currencies. And of course, they've been grooming the International Monetary Fund for a period of generations to ultimately serve as the central bank of the world overseeing a global currency. Uh, you realize we may be right on the precipice of uh, a catastrophic financial, economic, and monetary crisis that would lead very seamlessly into the abolishing of cash, the emergence of central bank digital currencies, which can be totally tracked and controlled, and ultimately a one-world currency run and managed by the IMF. Uh, the IMF already has the proto one-world currency in play. It already produces it. It already prints it. It's called the special drawing right. And uh, at right now, it's based on a basket of national fiat currencies. And they already produced this in massive quantities. During the COVID crisis, they created hundreds of billions of dollars worth of special drawing rights, which is the equivalent of just taxing everybody in the world, or at least everybody whose, whose currencies make up this basket, and redistributing that wealth. So all these systems are already in place. All that's left is the right crisis to usher them in. And, uh, you know, I, I taught advanced economics for, for 12 years. It, it usually takes me, you know, a year to get some of America's brightest high school seniors to where they need to be in terms of understanding the monetary system, the Federal Reserve, et cetera. But um, trying to do my best in very simple terms to, to explain this to people is difficult. But uh, I think the, the key takeaway here is that 
We're on the verge of massive economic turmoil. It has been planned and prepared. And the same uh, arsonists who set this all on fire are now posing as the saviors as they get ready to dump gasoline on this dumpster fire. This has been a short take from the Christian Worldview radio program. To hear the full program and connect with this nonprofit radio ministry, go to thechristianworldview.org. I'm David Wheaton.